0: Alright, it's March 15th and this is another episode of Headliners. Today we're talking about Captain Marvel coming out huge in the box office, Bob Saget getting back in the home videos, and Big Bad Affleck talking about his big back tattoo. It's all three of us, Jimmy, Dave, myself. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. I've seen three movies in my life. Bridge on the River Kwai, Patton, and Herbie Fully Loaded.
1: Clark? I always
2: it. Is that your thing? You come into a bar, you read some obscure passage, and then pretend you, you pawn it off as your own?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your yeah. concentration? Mm-hmm.
0: Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. Nope. All right. Last weekend's box office, March 8th through the 10th, Captain Marvel debuted, number one, obviously, $153 million. That's huge for any, day, any time of the year especially right now. Uh, number two, uh, How to Train Your Dragon, 14.6. Number three is Tyler Perry's A Madea's Family Funeral at 12.4. Number four is A Lego Movie 2, second part, 3.8. And number five is of Battle Angel, 3.2. And The Little Engine That Could, Green Book, still hanging on, number six. I want to mention that one.
2: What's Apollo 11.
0: I I saw that and it's I was like, "Wow!" A, it's I thought it was like, "Oh, this is a throwback." Did they re-release the Tom Hanks one? It's no. Thirteen.
1: That it's like a documentary similar to the, um, the World War I one that just came out. Oh okay. Oh the the, the way they not the way they were. That's but yeah, a I know.
2: terrible box score! I don't want to see a single movie on there.
0: Well, I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah, no.
0: Except Captain Marvel, that was great. just not your movie.
2: I don't want to see it. That's what I said. It's just
0: just not your type of movie. But you want to see Greta, I thought.
1: I
2: do? What's
1: Greta?
0: I don't know. I felt like that was something you wanted to watch.
1: Greta, the trailer, like the first two-thirds of it had me, and then the last third made me out on the entire movie.
2: I have no idea what it is. A young woman befriends a lonely widow who's harboring a dark and deadly agenda towards her.
0: Oh, that looked actually kind of interesting. Okay. This woman leaves her purse in the subway with like an address, and like the Good Samaritan comes by and brings it back to her, and she finds that there's like a stack of twenty purses that she leaves around. Wow, it's really really creepy.
2: Okay, cool. I want to see it.
0: There we go. I knew it. See. <laughs> all right, let's get into our our uh, weekly headliners. I'm not going to call this things worth mentioning, but not worth discussing because we have a bunch of those. Um, so we should mention that Captain Marvel broke all the records for opening. Uh, Opening opening weekend. I mean, not it's, it's it was a female superhero movie, but it did so much more than just that. Uh, Dave wanted me make, make sure that I said it was the sixth largest opening ever, second largest superhero opening ever.
1: Yeah, I mean, good numbers, Jimmy. Good job. It's real good numbers. Beat out every Avengers movie except Infinity War. All like the Superman, the Batman movies. It beat Wonder, Wonder Woman. Avatar.
0: It beat Wonder Woman domestically by almost fifty million dollars.
2: That's because Brie Larson's awesome.
0: Yeah, so it's I'd also remarkable. say it's,
1: it's just a better movie than Wonder Woman too.
2: Well, that doesn't
0: matter. I mean, it's it's tied no, though. It's, it's tied into a better like series of movies. No
2: one knows that until after they see it.
0: Well, people, people are going to go watch it because they love this whole ten year or eleven year long series of movies. I know, but
2: opening weekend numbers are not a product of the quality of the movie. They're a product of the perceived quality of the movie. There. Which is, but it also is, had
1: like amazing reviews. Yeah. For the first few days. But it's it's
0: the, it's also the perceived, but also like the um the assumption that it's gonna be the same level as the other ones that everyone's loved. Yes. So, franchise. Exactly.
1: Yeah. We right. also finally got a good Aladdin trailer. I I was shocked watching this, because it went from this movie's gonna be a clusterfuck to this movie looks like it could be decent, but Jafar looks horribly miscast.
2: So I did. The, I did the thing where I only watch half of the trailer because that's how I live my life. But, <laughs> and I saw it when Dave tweeted out on our account at Sixpack Cinema. Go follow us, and said, "Wow, I actually think this doesn't look that bad." And I was like, "Dave's an idiot. This is still going to be so stupid." And then I watched, and Dave's right. It it doesn't look that bad. Like,
1: like it doesn't look like an amazing movie by any means.
2: No, but specifically Will Smith's genie, which was the most hypercritical thing about it because how could you try to do it after Robin Williams did it so well in the trailer I was like I had like a light bulb and we're like ah that's how he's going to play the genie and I was like that doesn't step on Robin Williams it's its own thing and it does kind of seem like it could work I still don't want to see this movie but (laughs) the magazine cover made it look like it was going to be an embarrassment to cinema now it just looks like Nah, they made it an Aladdin remake. It's all right.
1: Yeah, this, it, that's it went, what I meant by good Aladdin trailer. It, like saved it from the dumpster fire levels that everyone thought it was going to be. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I was kind of not too high in it because I mean, I when the first teaser came out and it had the uh, the Arabian Nights and full orchestra and like the the dark setting and like the the drums, and I was like really into it. And then this one is just it's it's basic Disney. It's just it's just straight up just Disney. So I was, I was excited for something maybe a little bit more like a darker tone. Like all these kids movies we have when we were growing up are now darker.
1: They're, that's not ever what they're going to do. They're going to be was like, hoping. these are kids movies for when we grew up watching them. We have like fond memories and now you take your kid to see it.
2: I know that. But like I had the I had wants, the inkling of hope. She wants them all to get the Christopher Robin treatment.
0: No, I want the Christian Bale treatment.
1: What? With uh, know dark
0: uh, Batman. Batman was whimsical and comic booky until Christian Bale came in and made it dark as shit. Christopher Nolan treatment. That's what I meant. Christopher Nolan.
2: I'm not wearing hockey (laughs) pants.
0: I meant Christopher Nolan. My bad. All
2: right.
1: Well, yeah, that's all I had to say. I enjoyed that trailer. All right.
2: Well, Lori Laughlin. Is that how you say it? Aunt Becky. One of the prettier women around. Felicity Huffman, don't know who that is. Is that William? Is that William H. Macy's wife?:
0: It is. Yeah.
2: Love William H. Macy. So everyone knows about this. If you don't know about this by now, you're, you're living under a rock. Big college cheating scandal. This guy, his name his name was Ricky Singer, which is a name pretty cool name. You should, you know, he didn't live up to his name. He's a loser. No. maybe he did. He was running this scheme where parents pay him money he throws it off as a donation so they get they can write it off on taxes does it did it actually get donated anywhere i don't think so his pockets his pockets he has an sat guy under his wing he's got athletic coaches under his wing just so they can make these dumb rich teenagers look like scholars and athletes and everything that colleges look for in applicants and just scam their way into college the education system's broken this is more proof mm. of that. And mm-hmm. everyone's acting like... People are being a little too mean, I think.
1: Me too. I didn't realize people didn't know this was... Like, I just assumed this was happening. Of course. Well, rich, no, this is this a little different. Rich people were paying people to for their kids to go to school. This is different. No, this is different. the
0: assumption was, the assumption was people were paying like school. the schools for the kids to get, a, this is paying basically what is like a, a coyote to get people from Mexico into the U S borders. Basically that just to get the kids into this Ivy league school. Yeah. it
1: wasn't even Ivy league school. And whatever, whatever Where school was was like USC. USC. I know. I
0: don't it's know. It's not I hard just... to get into. It's really not hard to get into.
1: And I, I felt like, of so course USC? people were paying the schools. No yes, yeah, USC. It was get a into party USC. school. USC
2: talking about
0: like th- i think the rejection rate is like maybe 10 percent. everyone gets in the usc
2: there's no way i could have got into usc uh, were you really in high school pretty well i mean i got into a lot of colleges but i couldn't have got into usc
0: hmm. university of spoiled
2: rich kids
0: oh we're talking <laughs> about south carolina what i'm kidding No. Oh. there's two uscs but
2: yeah well there's two uscs for people that know about the South Carolina one.
0: For most mm-hmm. of the world, there's one. That's SC. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I guess they only have an acceptance rate of 17%. Really? It's a very selective school.
2: That wows me. Schools in California... The average SAT
1: that, score is between 1,300 and 1,500 on the 1,600
2: scale. All of the universities in California are hard to get into. Like, that was when I applied to colleges. I was like, okay, all the universities are off my list. I had to go to a state school. I mean, I wasn't smart, but I wasn't a dumb idiot either.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I mean, I was completely just mocking you, but it's a lot more selective than yeah. I thought it was.
0: Yeah. Why did I think USC was a state school?
2: I don't know. I, so did I. I so don't
0: know. Southern California, it sounds like a state school. In
2: California, if it has university, it's not a state school. If it has state, it's well, a mean- state
0: school. Like, University of Connecticut, University of Massachusetts.
1: Florida State University. Yeah, okay. yeah. in
2: California, I said. Okay. For a future reference, now you know. Fair.
0: Knowing
1: Fair, point. In battle. Yeah. Fair point. Fair point by go. Jimmy.
2: Whoa. Yeah, I
0: mean, I, I, don't, I don't really care too much about this, to, to be honest. It doesn't affect me. Some people are saying, like, oh, well, it, it's, uh, it kicked deserving people out of, the, um, out of getting into the school. But I mean, if they're deserving to get in there, they're going to be just fine in life. It's not like they're like if they don't make the USC, they're going to be failures in life, right? Yeah, it's just a, it's just an inconvenience at best.
2: College sucks. Don't no. go to college. If you go to college, the only thing you should pay attention to is how much does it cost. Because paying away, no. paying away. I I'm in debt. I I mapped it out till, till I'm 45. I won't be able to pay off my college debt, and it all not comes it all comes from one semester at University of Hartford.
0: You went to University of Hartford for one semester. And you're gonna pay be paying that up for forty
1: five till you're forty five?
2: That's the biggest crux of it.
1: What are you what are you paying
2: like thirty dollars a month? No. More than that.
1: That seems outrageous. I, I had like a decent Yikes. chunk. Not decent, but I had like a small chunk of debt to pay and like I'm gonna be done in a couple of years.
2: Well, you probably are doing it better than me, but
1: <laughs> I Well, I yeah, my thing was automatically like how they set it up, they, like, yeah, like this ticket. is what you have to pay to pay it off in 10 years. So I've just been doing that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't go to University of Hartford. No. Right.
0: Now we know. No, don't do that.
2: Been warned.
0: All right. Um, big news, even bigger than this, I think. Uh, big news for all the parents out there. Disney's going to be, in part, of Disney's move towards their own streaming service. They're going to be getting rid of the Disney vault forever and putting it all on their uh, their new streaming service.
1: Awesome. This might actually make me sign up for the Disney.
0: Service. Awesome, the Disney Vault has been the biggest pain in the dick ever. And it just didn't make any sense to me when I was younger, but now I totally get it. Like, oh, I can't, buy, I, I can't buy I can't buy Snow White and Seven Dwarfs unless I pay five hundred dollars on Amazon. Yeah. Brilliant by these people.
2: So, uh, Jimmy, Vault. I, I, I was
1: shocked that you didn't know what this was. Yeah,
2: I'd never heard of the Disney Vault. But I don't. Oh no, no! That's why his parents never
0: let him watch cartoons. That's why. All right, that makes sense. Actually,
2: yeah, I didn't watch cartoons, and I don't know. Is that the only reason you would know? Like, what? Why? What's the Disney? Yeah. Why <laughs> did you ever watch Disney movies? Yeah. Why do people know about the Disney Vault?
1: Because so Disney's whole marketing plan in the '80s and '90s and early two uh, up until now, really, has been when they release movies. They're only out for a certain amount of time. And then they go into the vault. They do not print anymore. They do not sell anymore. You couldn't buy it. Anyway, digitally, physical copy at all. Mm -hmm. And then like once every 15 years, they would release it for like a six-month period.
0: It worked a lot better in the 90s and 80s when you just had those big thick VHS tapes with the cushy like boxes. But now, you know, the internet got a hold of it. It was a lot less... How is it? It was was easier. but I I threw
2: out my DVD collection and said, well, DVDs are irrelevant in 2009. Okay. So how have they been?
1: You couldn't buy them. Surviving?
2: You just, no one could watch their movies?
1: No. That that was the whole thing. Like when they became on sale, everyone would buy them because as soon as they were off sale, you couldn't get them unless you're paying hundreds of dollars for them.
0: Yeah, I think like what I think it's like five years after they came out, they went into the vault. Here's why. Here's so we're, why they're coming up on Frozen going Here's
1: away. why
2: I don't know about this. And maybe I did know about it, but I don't remember. Fuck that. I'm not going to let them win. That's a shitty strategy. Don't force my hand into buying your movie because then you're going to hide it from me forever. If I had a friend who did that, like, oh, you better take a hit <laughs> of this ball now or I'm going to hide it for the next month. Fuck you. Get out of here. <laughs>
1: I mean, as someone who works in advertising, it's a brilliant strategy because it works. Yeah, no, you can't beat it.
2: It worked. It well, worked. You guys are a bunch of suckers. For 30 years.
1: <laughs> yeah. fuck. little, like, five-year-old Dave and, like, nine-year-old Shein being like, no, we need to buy Mom, this now. We need to buy it otherwise you're going <laughs> to lock it away forever. <laughs> yeah, man. The Fucking commercials Pinocchio. were aggressive, too, because, like, while they did yeah. re-release them, like, every, like, ten years, the commercials were always, like... Lion King Boy. going into the vault for seventy years.
0: Going back into the vault.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's crazy. I never. It's crazy that I didn't know about this at all.
1: You should yeah. look up some old commercials. It's pretty great. All right, it's hilarious. I will do that. But moving on to a not hilarious thing, <laughs> Johnny Depp's lawsuit was leaked this week. We've spoken about it a couple of times. Apparently, Amber Heard is a pretty awful person.
2: Beautiful though. I
1: have you sure. have to say it every time it's we say
0: legal. Amber Heard,
2: that's comma beautiful though. Yes, legally you have to yes. say it.
1: So, according to the lawsuit, Amber Heard has confessed under oath to attacking Johnny Depp multiple times. Uh, there are eighty-seven CCTV videos of her of him not abusing her and her hitting him. There's Ooh. sworn testimonies from independent witnesses, including police officers who all testified that the bruises she had on her during the whole thing were makeup. And there's also more, like, audio, injury, injury, or audio tapes, and he's submitted additional photos of injuries she gave him.
0: Yikes. That's a lot of, like, homework just to prove that someone's beating you up.
1: I mean, his fucking he has to, reputation obviously. has been taken a beating the past few years, and he kept silent on it because he was working on this, which he's prompted wor- him. He deserves to, like, get his reputation back. He's it's like it's
0: those FBI trial. agents like, going after a murderer and like, letting all the, the, these like, robberies go by. He's like, well, we're building a case. Don't worry about us. We're building a case. And now he's, he's releasing it. Good for him.
1: Yeah, yeah. 100%. Uh, yeah, I got nothing else on that. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, it's kind,
0: of a, it's kind of a shitty story. I mean, it's really kind of sad. It's not entertaining, really.
2: But she's pretty. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm
1: on Johnny Depp's side. Like, I want him to like, make a huge comeback now.
2: Click this link I'm going to send you guys.
1: Oh god! Oh, god.
2: <laughs> and what then I'll here? move on to, with the show. Just click that link. Just see what what you think when you click it.
1: <laughs> I hate you. I agree, yes, she, but I hate you.
2: She looks, yeah,
0: I mean,
1: very she's pretty. Gorgeous. she's and I've said it before. She's she, beautiful. She's like classically gorgeous. Yeah, like she reminds me of like a nineteen thirties, nineteen twenties movie star. She's oh, yeah, so she pretty it up with Marilyn Morel. She's
2: so attractive that she has not lived a normal life. Like no one's ever treated her like a normal person.
1: Well,
0: obviously. I mean, she's beating the shit out of Johnny Depp.
1: Yeah. And she's also been arrested previously for beating up the girl she was dating before Johnny Depp.
2: Mm. You know who else is taking a beating? Will Smith for not being black enough.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love a segue.
2: (laughs) Will Smith. Give him
1: that a 10 out of 10. uh, You like that one? (laughs) Yeah, I do like that.
2: Will Smith is getting criticized for not being black enough to play Serena Williams' father. Now I'm gonna Google Serena Williams' father real quick. Cause he is he like a very dark man?
0: If you click the link that I I posted up with that, it puts them side by side.
1: Oh, uh, Does it? That seems very.
2: That seems very convenient. Because yeah, I try. I
1: I just trust your summaries. So I'm always as like, a yeah, white
2: <laughs> as a white male. I clicked the fucking Ben Affleck one by accident. I as a, <laughs> as, a as a white male. I've always known Will Smith to be a black male. Yes. Like so I don't I don't speak for the black community or any community. I don't speak for any community. But I don't understand why he's not black enough cuz he's rich and went to Hollywood. That's what I don't get.
1: Cuz like the the yes, reason he is lighter but who cares? There's a
0: there's a subsect of of people that are there's something called colorism where Darker. The darker you are, the more uh, you are portrayed as someone who is mischievous or or shady, or like an animal. That's what that's what Hollywood's done to the people of darker skin and people of lighter skin. They've always have been more respectable. Mm.
1: Okay, I didn't know that was a thing. are like I mean, I guess it everyone is. Everyone in I, the Black Panther movie is like very dark skin and treated like royalty. Fifty Shades of
0: Fifty Shades uh, of African American. They're all tones. They're all tones they but they're all the same. So I don't get what the big deal is and I mean we w we're gonna get down this rabbit hole. I think it started the crest where everyone's realizing like we should just shut the fuck up. It started way back with um, with not didn't start, but the big one was uh What's Her Face? Scarlett Johansson playing the transgender. And how oh, yeah. that we just t- disappeared t- we went away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did. Now and that movie's like
1: th- not being made.
0: Exactly. So now the the internet gets a hold of these things and say, Well, uh you're taking jobs away from these Dark-skinned actors who could play just well. Well, no, that's not how the world works. It's just Will Smith could act the shit out of this role, and he's black.
1: And also, he problem? has enough star power that if he's in this, they can he like cast lesser-known people as other characters to give like lesser-known people an opportunity. Yeah, yeah.
2: Did you? He can't catch a did break. Did you see on the same article it says that uh, Zoe Zaldana played Nina Simone? Who is black? Who's a darker tone of black than Zoe? And mm-hmm. Zoe wore darker makeup and a prosthetic nose. I mean, that's—is that not blackface? Can black people do blackface about darker black people?
1: Um, uh, no. I don't think. I think it's just makeup.
2: I don't make rules. I just wonder what they are, and I'm very yeah, curious. I, I'm
0: gonna say, I'm gonna assume no. You because. I don't know. I don't, that's, good, that's a good question,
1: actually. I'm going to assume no, because if you're playing a vampire and they have makeup on you to make you seem paler, you're not on white face. That's my different. logic there. It's sound
0: logic, but I think it's different just because we're white guys saying it. Yeah. I Probably. don't know. The prosthetic nose is a weird move. The makeup, I don't, I don't have a problem with that at all. But. See,
1: the, pr- the prosthetic nose, I think, is the most normal. Like, Of course they're going to change their face. to so like look. If they, you're supposed to look like someone who has like a very distinct feature...
0: But this this is Jimmy. I hear that right? They're trying to make her look more black.
1: More black, darker, yeah. But so they give that, her a wider that, nose. That that's racist. No, she also had about... a wider nose. No, yeah, she was playing so, an actual person. Yeah. Oh, and oh, Simone I thought this. Is... had a
2: wider nose.
1: Oh,
0: excuse me. I thought we were talking about a sitcom where this makes the girl blacker. No, you're <laughs> no, wrong. Sorry.
1: This was like oh, yeah. a specific role. Apologize. So like I thought we're we talking... took a role and they had to make us whiter. That doesn't. I thought because
0: in the same article they talked about. um uh, the sitcom Martin. That's a, that's what thought you're referencing that. Oh, nope.
2: apologize me. to all these people. <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> I've already said so. I've already said I'm, I'm wrong. Right.
2: All right. Move on. Tell us about Who Ben Affleck. We,
0: our guy, Ben Affleck. We, we have or your guy, our guy. We have spoken about his back tattoo before. And you guys have sullied the name of his, his very important to him. Back tattoo. Uh, he went on Ellen today or yesterday to, uh, to pump up his movie Triple Frontier, he's been, he's been going on a tear. He's everywhere. But Ellen, she brings the hard hitting questions and stopped the interview basically to say, "What's up with that back tattoo?" And he says, "Well, it's a phoenix." And she says, "Well, is it rising out of your ass?" Yeah, he's he didn't he didn't take too kind of to it. I think he he played along. You see, he turned really red. He
1: turned like really fucking red. I didn't watch this. I should have watched this. He said,
2: he's, "This is what he said." It's meaningful to me. <laughs> that's all. It's that's like all. All Yeah. Right. The fucking. He's like, I was going to. was gonna like
1: s- a 17-year-old girl who got her first tattoo, and then when her parents are yelling at her, she's like, it's meaningful to me. You, do, you guys just don't understand. At some point. You guys everyone, don't understand. At some
2: point, everyone grows up, and you become the angry old man, and then you become like a child again. And he's reaching the point where he's like a mopey teenage girl.
0: Nope, no, nope, nope. You guys are you guys are all wrong in him. You're being mean. This guy's been through a lot. He's. I'll tell you this thing issues. right now. He's been through some issues. He's got some uh, substance abuse. He's no, got no, some no. addictions. No, no and one cares. He is a, he is like a phoenix rising out of the ashes of addiction. That
2: tattoo doesn't mean a fucking thing to him. He just thought that was the best answer to quiet the noise. And then Ellen was like, "That doesn't mean anything to you. What did it rise out of your ass?" And he was like, "Fuck, she didn't respect my bluff." And he got all mopey. Probably he probably
0: got shit faced on a bender and got the, woke up with that tattoo.
2: That tat oh, if that tattoo if that tattoo like that design meant something to you you would you would go get a better tattoo artist to do it, <laughs> especially when it's- you're really rich.
0: It's not it's not the fact that it's huge, it's the fact that it wraps around his side and up over his shoulder. It's like
2: Where's the dude who tattooed him? He should write a book. I gave ta- Ben Affleck the tattoo and write an op ed about it.
1: I think it was just I'd some drunk guy at a party. No way it's like a professional well there don't
2: oh, you want to no, know that don't was you wanna know?
0: That was professional. That was that was that's done, man. That was, that's not like a quick job. That that took sittings, but Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that
1: that is the thing that bothers me the most about it, is that it's so big, it had to take at least three, four sittings. Yeah. He never sees And not it, so. once did he he think, no, I don't want to do this. Well, good for Alan. Bad for Ben. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, Ben's always great. Except sometimes when ben. he's not.
2: I, I do, like, I do like him most of the time.
1: Moving ben, on, Affleck,
0: ben Affleck is good.
1: Moving on to someone who is not good. Jesse Smollett. Smollett. Smollett, Smollett the guy, the guy from Empire who faked his own hate crime. Has pled not guilty on 16 counts of disorderly conduct. I can't find what the 16 counts refer to. It seems like an excessive amount for one incident, but I like that they're throwing the book at him. Um, yeah, I know some of it is domestic terrorism because he faked a sending himself anthrax through the post office.
0: Yep, yeah. but 16—that's a—that's 16 counts.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So some the, of the, it's, like, conspiracy to do stuff, and then some of it's, the, like... The
0: marathon bomber got, like, 11
1: counts. Well, he's worse. He's
2: apparently not, according, according no, to No, I meant Jesse here. Smollett. Okay, yeah. Uh, I like that they're throwing the book at him. I I, I mean, they should. Absolutely. I mean, it's, really, it, it's really bad what he did. That's also why I think if you cry rape and you go to court and you ruin someone's life, you should get the same charge, or at least, like, 75% worth of the charge that you're accusing someone of doing.
1: Bingo. Yep. Yes. Because you make it hard for people who've actually gone through this stuff. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, well you to just ruin
2: the system. You're using a system to punish people as your, like, get rich token. It's fucked up. Mm hmm.
0: So happened to Duke of Cross.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jimmy? All right. Oh, I'm up. Hugh Jackman will be. Why is this a headline? Who cares? Hugh Jackman's returning to Broadway in 2020. Yeah, I don't care about that. Hugh Jackman's right. going to Broadway in 2020. None of us will see it. No one that listens will see it because, like, how many percentage of the people go see someone on Broadway? Probably. No, no, no.
1: I live in New York, so I will probably. That's,
2: I've this. been to Broadway shows, but still like how compared to a movie, how many people are going to see Hugh Jackman do this play? Maybe oh, 10,000 oh, in the year.
1: My, my roommate is definitely going to see this because he's he just moved to New York a couple months ago. He goes to a show.
2: So him and nine, probably three, four nights a week. I'm saying 10,000 10, people will see Hugh Jackman do Broadway which is what uh, a movie of his does in probably one county in one weekend.
0: All right, cards on the table. Um, I put this, this headline on there like, of one of the first ones, and I forgot to weed it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when do you realize there was more?
0: That's why, that's why there's no link to it, because it wasn't that important. But you know what is important? Bob Saget has a new show. New show. It's uh, America's Funniest Videos After Dark, and it's supposed to be edgy. But it's still on ABC, so it's not. I can't I, believe he's still around. What's his like? He's
2: doing Tosh Point oh?
0: But he's but it's Bob Saget, so it's gonna be so much worse.
1: Yeah, but. so I worse. don't I don't know if it's gonna be worse. America's funniest home videos was fire back in the day. It, Have you watched some, it just, lately? No, but it, it's not the '90s. Like I don't care anymore. I don't. Yeah, because now it's business. not home
0: videos anymore. It's just, it's basically just like internet. Because obviously no one has fucking home videos anymore. Yeah. So it's like yeah. ridiculousness. Exactly. But what uh, was it? The guy from Fresh Prince. He he, he doesn't know Carlton, the the, the step Carlton. Yeah.
1: Well, ridiculousness is Deirdre Rob from Robin Deirdre. Deirdre. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's MTV. I'm just saying, but uh, America's Home Video has Carlton. He hosts. I want someone
2: uh, to do I... a documentary on Bob Saget that juxtaposes his time on set in Full House, and then he'd wrap that, and then follow him some home video footage to a nightclub. Where he does, like, the dirtiest jokes ever, and then he goes to sleep, and he wakes up, and then we see him on the set of Full House, and then he does the nightclub, and just says juxtapos- it would be called The Two Bob Sagets, and it will be a documentary about it.
0: I've never found him to be funny. I always thought him and his dirty jokes were just, like, funny because he was Bob Saget, the, the Full House dad. Wow. Well. The, it's a lot like um that old lady, the ninety-seven-year-old
2: woman. The the um, roast,
0: Betty White. The roast. It's a lot like Betty White. She's funny because she's old.
2: The roast of Bob Saget has a really good Norm Macdonald bit. So watch that.
1: I will. I
0: love Norm Macdonald. He's good. Do you?
2: I
1: do. I yeah. I actually really love Norm Macdonald too.
2: They told Norm to be mean. Like you can say whatever you want. It's a roast, and he he didn't want to do that because he loves Bob Saget so much, and he like, doesn't like the whole roast game so he found a book of uh, 1950's jokes and he went up there and just (laughs) said jokes like that
1: that's incredible that's
0: that's exactly something you would do
2: yeah they were all like not jokes and Bob Saget's just (laughs) loving it and the audience is so confused that's That's awesome one of them is like um, they say that blah blah is over the hill you'll never be over the hill not in the car you drive (laughs) <laughs> it's so you guys have never seen this no, no I've never seen it it's so good man uh, one joke he says uh, he says like a lot of, yeah I put into his star a lot of times Bob Sag gets confused with Rin Tin Tin and everyone just goes <laughs> real Christ. silent he goes you got a fucking dog face <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's really good
2: go watch it it's very good nice
1: okay <laughs> Uh, last but not least, how come I got all the depressing ones tonight? This is a
0: good one, man. This is this is it's nice. It's so
1: sad. Let's end this with some Stan Lee talk. Uh, the you can describe it. Fine,
0: it. fine. Okay, um, Jimmy, you, you don't know this because you didn't see the movie, but Captain Marvel opened up it, as all Marvel movies do. They have the big opening sequence of like the the comic books fluttering and the Marvel, and they they show like the, all the heroes coming in, and they swapped out all the heroes for a montage of Stan Lee and his different cameos. It was very, very nice. I didn't I didn't know it was coming and it almost got me a little little didn't get me emotional. Almost did. I could I could see myself getting emotional if I was in the right mood for it.
1: Same thing happened to me. At the end of it I turned and I was like, Whoa well, that, that like almost made me tear up. That was that was yeah, sad. it was beautiful.
0: Yeah. And then, then his then his actual cameo, when he was on the bus, he was reading he was he actually was playing himself. He was because it was 1995, he was reading the script that said Mallrats on it and he was practicing his one like, line. It was just nice because the movie was set in 1995, Mallrats came out in 96. Just, yeah. just nice all around.
1: It, it was just nice. And then I watched the video too with uh, Kevin Smith speaking about it because he's the world's biggest comic book fan, Stan Lee mm. fan. And so it, I also just felt nice for him because I like his work, I like Clark's, I like...
0: Uh, it wasn't. Yeah.
1: Great stuff. Dogma, all those, but seeing him get emotional about it, that, like, Kevin Feige called him up being like, we want to do this cameo referencing you and your work. It was nice. It's cool. good for him.
0: Nice all around. So I'm happy we like this that on. it
2: made you guys happy.
0: It's just a nice thing, and I think it's a good way to end our headlines, just on a nice note. Okay. There's a lot of shitty notes that we, we've talked about tonight, so nice is good. Yeah. All right, so uh, movies coming out this weekend. Check them out. Uh, captive State. I'm going to mm-hmm. see it. Yep. You are. Nancy Drew in the Hidden Staircase, which blows my mind. This is becoming a movie. I didn't I had no idea. This is not on my
1: radar. I just saw the trailer for this. It's got the main girl from It. Really? Yeah. She plays Nancy Drew. Is she Drew. Nancy?
0: Yeah. Wow. Uh, and then there's Five Feet Apart. I haven't heard of that.
1: That's like a rom-com of these two people who have an immune oh, disease.
0: Oh, yes. well, they're, they're so sick and they can't get too close to each other. Yeah. That, I saw the trailer for that this weekend, and yeah, that, that looks kind of emotional and super sad. I won't see that. Yeah. I don't feel like crying. And then most importantly, coming out on Netflix is Triple Frontier, starring our guy, Ben Affleck, as a former soldier turned uh, cartel robber.
2: And we are going to yeah. be reviewing this not on uh, next Monday, but the Monday after that. So go watch it and tweet at us your thoughts.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Tweet us your thoughts. No one else's. Do not quote Reddit. Give us your own brain. Actually,
2: we Thank don't you. give a fuck about your thoughts. Tweet us the thoughts of whoever you watched it with. Like, hey, I just watched it with my mom. She didn't like it that much. Don't it's a good twist. Don't tell us your thoughts. We don't care about you.
0: It's a good twist. Thanks for listening. We want okay. your mom's thoughts. Alright, well thanks for listening, guys. Well, Check us out. Are we not I'm,
1: doing recommendations? We're
0: running a little bit long. And I don't have one. I'm gonna recommend so. that
2: everyone watches Happen Leonard it's a TV show with the, uh, Omar from The Wire and the white guy that you'll recognize from somewhere. I've never seen a second of it, but it just got... I wanted to watch it. It was on some weird channel like Cinemax or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'd never seen a second of it, but I want to watch it. Now it's on Netflix. I'm going to start watching it so we can all do it together. Hap and Leonard. All right. Hap. Great. Hap and Leonard. No, Hap and Leonard. That's what I said. Happen later. Happen later. You guys are saying happened later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I started Umbrella Academy this week, and it's pretty good. Two and a half episodes in. Yeah. For what's it about? It's it's, it's a superhero show, so you would not like it. Yeah, my ears are. But it's um, yeah, it's an independent comic book that Netflix picked up.
0: Great. Check us out on Monday. We're talking about (laughs) Captain Marvel. Follow us on Six Pack Cinema on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the whole nine yards. Thanks,
2: guys. dot com website. We got it. Love Love y'all. Yeah, you got played out like the academy.